You're listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast, hosted by Joe Hunter on the Sound of Life at soundoflife.org. They say, you know, you're an adult when you get excited just to go home. And that is a lot of that is true. I will admit it was quite a mixed blessing. And it was for the airplane full of people coming back from the Dominican Republic uh, late Saturday afternoon into JFK, where I don't know, it was a temperature that should not be experienced by human beings. <laughs> so, you know, but it was, it was, it was kind of like, boy, you know, at some point after a week or so, you're like, my bed, my routine, it's the routine, isn't it? That, uh, that feels so good. I mean, you know, we're eating very well, taking good care of ourselves, enjoying the <clears throat> weather. But it's hard to believe it's just a, a hop, skip, and a jump down the road, <laughs> so to speak. Well, it's not really a road, but but uh, it, it's, it's good to be back. I will tell you there are probably going to be some complaints lodged to the airline because we... Uh, when we when we landed, you know, pulled in and stopped, and the flight attendant said, "Well, be very careful because the gate where we are, you're going to have to walk down the steps, walk across the tarmac to the airport, and it's windy and cold and a little icy." And people are like, "It's got to be a joke," you know. Said, "Put on your jacket because it's going to be cold out." Really, that's not the word that most people were using. I'm sorry, but. People got indignant real fast. It was brutal. And they said, you know, you fly into JFK, you expect to walk out into the terminal. <laughs> and, and then, you know, gradually be introduced. <sighs> but nevertheless, we were there. And it is safe. And uh, it is good to be home. And you will be hearing more about a trip that a Sound of Life family took to the Dominican Republic to do meet some Really, really cool people in God's eyes, convincing them that they are part of God's plan. That's not an easy thing to do. I'll tell you more about that coming up. Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He'll put a smile on your face no matter what side of the bed you got up on. So the Red Cross, they're the blood people and it is National Blood Donor Month. And they have done something really pretty smart. Uh, they've teamed up with the NFL, you know, the folks that were playing over the weekend and everything, and they're kind of winding down the season. And uh, it's to encourage you to give blood or platelets and to help tackle the emergency blood shortage. Now, if you give blood or platelets or plasma, whatever that is, in January, you ask them, they'll get it, they'll take it from you it's very quick, you get a snack, and you'll automatically be entered into a chance to win, get this, a trip for two to the Super Bowl, Las Vegas, Nevada, coming up hopefully before spring. I know it's in February sometime, but for all the information, where to give, you go to their website, redcrossblood.org and slash <laughs> Super Bowl. Yeah. A great way to start your day. The Cup of Joe Morning Show. Oh, you look like a man who could use more coffee. The Sound of Life. Somebody said, well, you do the scores? I said, no, nah, I don't do that. Well, kind of. Anyway, <laughs> it depends. Uh, it depends. Uh, if the coach says something really cool, uh, then then I go ahead and, 
you know, probably say something, right, about that coach. And this particular coach did. So yesterday, it was a lot of footballs, checking the scores uh, there. I watched them as the best I could. Okay, pretty exciting. Uh, one team that really dominated was Baltimore Ravens. I mean, they were playing in Baltimore. Uh, Houston, the upstart team, C.J. Stroud, huge Christian guy, always outspoken about Jesus. Well, so was the Baltimore coach, John Harbaugh. And I had a thought. I said, you know, Baltimore could win the Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be something if two brothers, one won the national championship in Michigan and the other one won the, uh, you know, the, the Super Bowl? I, I don't think that's ever happened. I mean, it's very rare that you have two brothers that are that successful. But uh, I, I feel bad for Buffalo fans. I really do. Uh, just I just do because they lost. It doesn't matter of all the intricacies of the game. But uh, next Sunday, it's, it's set for the divisional championships. And then, after that, after we have a Pro Bowl and advertisements and all this stuff, we'll, sometime before spring, we'll get to the Super Bowl. But uh, it'll be Detroit at San Francisco and then Kansas City at Baltimore. And they ought to be, uh, you know, some pretty good games. But the coach, John Harbaugh, and I always get them confused. They look alike. And, of course, they have the same last name. But... Uh, it's really cool to hear him talk right away after a big win. This um, is something that was sent to me before the game. It just is meaningful to me, so I'm going to share it with you uh, because I think it's uh, uh, the right thing to do. And it's, it's a verse. Um, Greatness, power, glory, victory, and honor belong to you because everything in heaven and on earth belongs to you. The kingdom belongs to you, Lord. You are the head and the ruler over everything. So there's an amazing spirit on this team, and I uh, just want to kind of give honor and glory where it's due. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. He's really quite a chatterbox. The Sound of Life. You, you may have seen this in the news. They come from Long Island. Uh, they're New York twin brothers. They, uh, and they're 17. Uh, valedictorian and salutatorian. Devin Lee and Dylan, respectively. We're named that. So they make the news, right? And uh, Dylan said, our parents value education, and they've always told us to try our best. Isn't that interesting? He said, it's not the grade, just try our best. Well, their best is validatorian and salutatorian. And, uh, but it's interesting. Try your best. That's a good word right there. Uh, by the way, the they are twins. <clears throat> And their older sister, Jaylen, was last year's valedictorian. And she is now studying astrophysics at California Institute of Technology. Of course she is, right? Their brothers' uh, extracurricular activities include orchestra, of course, uh, volleyball, and teaching Chinese yo-yo in the Asian American Cultural Club. I pray that that makes a big difference. They they shine a light in there, right? So Devin is going to Cornell and Dylan's going to Yale and they're nervous about being separated, of course. They're twins, but uh, not terribly far apart, but uh, you know, you see people like that and you kind of figure out they got it made. Oh, they got it made, you know, but we pray for them, for God to bless them and for them to find the unexplicable love that they can find only in Jesus Christ, right? Yes, indeedy. They deserve our prayers. The Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Uh, word of warning, he's a morning person. Ah. Well, there was an 80-year-old man that really insisted every morning on bringing his wife breakfast in the nursing home. 
And they say, why is your wife in the nursing home? She has Alzheimer's disease. Would your wife be worried if one day you didn't come and bring her breakfast? She doesn't remember. She doesn't even know who I am, he said. She hasn't recognized me for five years. And the nurse was, of course, quite surprised and said, why do you even bring your wife breakfast every morning, even though she doesn't even recognize you? And he smiled, looked her in the eye, and he said, she doesn't know who I am, but I know who she is. Amen. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Reaching the heart of the Northeast, the sound of life. Hey, it's good to be back. It really is. And I know it's cold and everything. We've been joking about that. And the difference in temperature is quite extreme, of course. I don't know how you can a place can be a 70, 70 degrees there in the Dominican Republic, but it feels like 90. And I thought, well, somewhere in there's the truth, I guess. I don't know. But it's very comfortable, of course. Uh, but the weather's not the issue there. The people are the issue there. And God is really working. And I was so excited to take a team of people, listeners, for the first time there. And so they really saw firsthand uh, some of the people that, they, you know, you know inside them that they, they're not saying it out loud. Although this time some of them did. Some of the, the, the ladies at, at night that we went out and ministered to. Um, it's sad. They want to get out of there. And it just they're just crying, a lot of crying on the street, a lot of praying. So it was really good. God's presence is really there. It's amazing. And so the fact that somebody would actually start a missionary to be there, to do that. And with the kids, the, 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 the people that went, you know, they were just so, they kept saying, when are we going to see the kids? When are we going to see the kids? And all that. So remember, they a lot of them were in school, but um, they, they do things different of course so they but they got to see the kids a lot but uh, you wonder they don't know any better you know they just like regular kids that's what impresses you so much but coming back i was on the plane i was miserable my feet were freezing so i was cold already <laughs> coming back but this sounds really weird but uh the the person in front of me not directly in front of me but at an angle they were watching a documentary about a family that escaped from north korea and it was subtitled so i could tell what was going on and it was quite moving and impactful, uh, you know, the desire to get away from that place and the desire for that place, the government to keep them there has really intensified because of modern technology and surveillance and such. Uh, the family did make it an arduous process. But then I was reminded because Voice of the Martyrs let me know and maybe you know about this woman who was in North Korea and became a Christian in North Korea and then became a Bible smuggler in North Korea. Unji is her name. Well, she got arrested by the North Korean authorities, locked in a hotel room. They What they do is they interrogate you first, which basically is torture. It's, it's, bad, it's bad. It's really bad uh, and painful. And she prayed, Father God, it is not yet my time to go to you. I have more work to do. Please deliver me. Wow. And we know this because miraculously she escaped. And believe you me, it's an absolute miracle. It's a parting of the Red Sea. If you get out of that, it is. She uh, and her family defected to South Korea. And today they are active in their local church and minister to other North Korean defectors. And we are praying for their ministry and their faith. And we're thanking you, Lord, for that rescue. And, of course, the family members are eternally grateful to be, to be free and to know 
as she as she knows there's a place for her and her family and she knows that she wants to spread that love and we pray to that effort lord and thank you for her and her light in jesus name Amen. That's incredible. Encouraging you on your ride to work. Whoa, get you going this morning, right? Joe Hunter on The Sound of Life. I was watching this video, and I watch anything with an airplane. So it was this pilot. He's probably 40-ish. And he was talking about he had a long day flying from Asia into San Francisco, and then he had to catch a flight to his home in Minneapolis. And he was walking up the ramp. And I'm just imagining he's probably from like a lounge or something going into first class. I'm just thinking. But he, this voice, this older man voice behind him said, excuse me. And he turned around and um, he said, are you uh, with Hawaiian Airlines? And he said, no. Why? And he said, well, I've got a son that's trying to get a job with Hawaiian Airlines. He said, oh, no, I don't know anybody there either. He said, sorry about that. Why? And, um, well, he said, are you, did you work, you know, did you ever fly? And he said, well, I was with uh, the Apollo program. And he said, now, you got to remember, I mean, I was really beat. I was tired. I was out of it. And then it was kind of sinking in. And I'm looking at this old guy, and I'm like, what's your name? And he says, Buzz. (laughs) I went, he says, Buzz Aldrin. Now, I was like, oh, you kidding me? So I'm standing there talking to Buzz Aldrin, the second person on the planet to walk on the moon. And by the way, Buzz Aldrin is still alive. He's 94. He was born a couple of days ago in 1930. And he said something, never forget, failure is not a sign of weakness. It's a sign that you're alive and growing. Starting your day with a smile. It's the Cup of Joe Morning Show with Joe Hunter. Funny stories warm me up. I have scientific evidence somewhere, somewhere around here. It can be it can be looked up upon request. But uh, as someone who spent a lot of time in a group the past week and were obviously tourists, I can relate to this story about a group of Americans traveling by bus tour through Holland, seeing the many sights. And as they stopped at a cheese farm. A young guide led them through a process of cheese making, explaining that goat's milk was used. She showed the group a lively hillside where many goats were grazing and said, These, she was explaining, were the older goats put out to pasture when they no longer produced. (laughs) She asked, unfortunately, what do you do in America with the older goats? And without missing a beat, a spry old gentleman in the group answered, they send us on bus tours. (laughs) You've been listening to the Cup of Joe Morning Show podcast on the Sound of Life, the Hudson Valley's 100% listener-funded Christian radio station. For more information on upcoming events, contests, to ask for prayer, and to become a member of the Sound of Life family, by supporting the station. Visit us at soundoflife.org.